This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. If you like this podcast, don't forget to subscribe, rate and review on whatever podcast player you're listening to. And for more information, you can go to www.scarfbagarawar.co.uk. You're listening to the Scarf Pagara War. For county fans, by county fans. Oh, great flick up by Alan Armstrong. Oh, what a beauty! Oh, what a beauty! I wasted all my life for that! What a screamer! Welcome to the Scarf Begala War, the podcast for who, Dave? For county fans. And by who? By county fans. That's better than Russ was last week. Oh, you've, you've, you've jumped up above him in the ladder. I'm Nick Lee, joined tonight by Dave Long to cover everything that's happened since we last came in people's ears. As always, though, we should get ourselves in the mood with some fresh, untapped admin. So, uh, this is one of our usual weekly episodes. We've got more of those every week. Uh, next week, we've got James Spencer in as part of our series of ex-county players. Um, and you you spoke to Darren Ryan and Andy Priest recently, didn't you, Dave? I certainly did, mate. Yeah, so they're, they're up there as well. Um, yeah, the James Spencer one will be next Wednesday, so it should be out for next weekend, I imagine. You can get all that online at scarfbegowerwar.co.uk, at County Podcast on Twitter and the Scarf War on Facebook. Also, for fans of words arranged nicely on a page, we've just published a new blog entry, haven't you, Dave? Yeah, yeah, went out on Monday, that one, uh, March review. Um, so it covers all the games in March, all the uh, bits and pieces, um, that have um, sort of talking points, and yeah, that's um, that's up there to read now. Um, judging by the numbers, there are some new readers being welcomed. Ooh. Welcome to the fold. So, do you welcome. think when you say new when you say new readers, do you mean people who've been reading for years <laughs> and, and have just discovered your book, or do you mean people who've just learnt to read and decided to start? Could be, I don't know. It could be. Uh, we should do a questionnaire, shouldn't we? Yeah, we'll, we'll send out a vision document and stuff. And but if they're readers, then they might not be able to read it. Well, well, yeah. well that's, we'll have to do some pictures and stuff. So <laughs> Pete can make some video stuff. It'll be all right. It'll yeah, be all right. Yeah. Um, well, yeah just saying about the um, about the new readers, so do feel free to browse the rest of the blog. There's uh, lots of articles on there. Um Couple on Danny Bagara, ninety six, ninety seven, uh, counting the FA Cup uh, review of last season as well. If you want to reminisce about more recent times, um, yeah. So check all those out. Happy days, happy days. Well, he's he sat and waited patiently while we do the parish notices. Let's bring in our guest, Alex Skinner. Hello, Alex. Yeah, all right, lads. All right, mate. How you doing? Okay. Hey, yeah, I'm good. Good. Been sat in the good. garden all day in the sun. 
Yeah, winning. That, that's all you want, isn't it? Oh, it's, definitely. It's, it's back to that feeling of first lockdown all over again, where you're like, what, sit in the garden for three months? Yeah, right then, yeah, that's fine. It I'll, is play, I'll play have another lockdown now. Fuse cancer cider. Oh, Perfect. jobs are good. Are you, are you uh, dark fruits or standard apple? Oh, um, dark fruits. Yes! <laughs> Come on, now you're talking. Oh, we're going we're to get on just just fine, just fine. Uh, tell us a little bit about yourself, Alex. How did you get, how did you get into county? Um... Just um, my dad's a county fan. Um, I started going when I was five. I'm 29 now, 30 this year, so I've been going 25 years. Oof. Used to live on, do you know, as you come off from the Royal Oak, used to live on that street there. Ah, yeah. So, right yeah, on the doorstep. Yeah. So, used to go every home game and that. Then start going home and away when I was about 11. Just hooked, love it. Can't beat it, can you? It's great, isn't it? It's, starting, it's getting to the stage now, especially with this weather as well. You, you just think, like, games like Artipool on Saturday, it's like, oh, that would have been like... Ed- it would have been different, wouldn't it? That. Yeah, bright, bright and early on Edgley, like, proper piss up and everything. Sooner the better. Oh, we'll, we'll get into it a bit more after about Woking, won't we, Dave? About whether, uh, whether we'll, be, we'll be in for that one or not, so we'll, we'll get on to that later. Uh, we'll, we'll hear more from you, Alex, as the show goes on. So this is a bit where we play the titles. Check this out. And when you're a massive narcissist and a bit pompous like me, then um, (laughs) it also helps as well. I'm fully on board. I'm a a brand bitch now. I mean, you know, like, people are trying to out-poppy each other. It smelled like egg and tasted like cider. I've even shouted at ball boys. That's the type of mad arsery that I can't get behind. I've learnt that Dave wasn't part of the move to, to get us away from Edgeley Park. We, we couldn't afford an engraved carriage clock for you, so here's that, that bird yeah. from the Cheedleland full of bird yeah. shit. In a week when massive fuck-off container shit the Ever Given got stuck in and then released from the Suez Canal... We watched a lot of great county on the telly. <coughs> right. So, before we get on to the comparatively frivolous matter of a football match that happened, I wanted to touch on the news we heard about Connor Jennings last week. Uh, obviously, all of us here send our best wishes to Connor and family, and we hope to see him back on the pitch soon. Uh, to that end, a big shout out to county fan Jack Cawthorne, who's set up a crowdfunder to raise money for a flag for Connor. Uh, the target was £300, I believe, and it's currently at 1600 quid. Uh, all, all the extra money will be going to a charity chosen by Connor uh, from, from what was said at weekend. So if you want to donate to that, just go to crowdfunder.co.uk and search for Connor Jennings and you'll you'll find it there and you can, you can donate to a very worthy cause. On to Saturday then. Who do we play, Dave? Artlepool. Yeah, uh, thoughts? Given that it was sort of second v fourth and the uh, respective goalkeepers are sort of first and second in the most clean sheets, um, it wasn't going to be many goals in it. So mm. that um, that um, that held true. Um, the, the first half, in fact, the first hour, really, we were second best. Yeah. Um, so Al acquitted themselves really well. Um, probably a little bit safer in the knowledge that a point would have been okay for them, given the, the lead that they have over us. But uh, I thought, I thought, yeah, I thought that they they were really good. 
Um, I'm not too sure from our point of view whether it was we gave him a little bit too much respect given the Amad has fallen out under strange circumstances, obviously, and they've got a bit of a, a bit of a lead of us uh, in in the league. Um, but they look confident. Probably the best side I've seen us, us play this season. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Alex? Oh, it was a good. It was one of them games where you just knew there weren't going to be many goals. Yeah. From the, from the start, and I, I don't know why, but I just think Car- Cardwell should have started. Yeah. Because the reason given was that he'd, he'd been struggling with injury a bit, but you'd, you'd think a game like that for me, I'd want, I'd want him on from the start and try and get a good hour out of him. Yeah, but we looked more threatening when he came on straight away. Yeah. Just looked better up front. Yeah. And it was a great finish by uh, Maynard. Uh, Madden as well, not Maynard. I was, I was going to say, it must have been a good yeah, finish yeah. for Maynard because <laughs> he was about 6,000 miles on the other side of the globe. Must have been good. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it was brilliant from Madden, wasn't it? It was the type of goal we've seen him score. I mean, we've all seen the highlights videos when he signed, and we all know what type of goal he can score. That, that was that was right. Well, a great thing. I did see someone describe it as uh, Van Basten. It's like, well, calm down. It was good. It was good, but... That was me. <laughs> that was me in the group chat. Come on, I was, jo- I was joking. I, I hope so, mate. I hope so. I don't have to come round your house and stamp on all your toys. <laughs> <laughs> someone just explain that that substitute at half time I mean move Mini into the left because I've I'm still trying to fathom it out yeah we seem to we seem to do that and then spend 15 minutes wondering what the fuck was going on I think yeah. the players are still trying to work it out weren't they yeah definitely yeah. and, and th- their goal came down that side as well absolutely yeah. yeah yeah. I mean I mean, Shaw wasn't that bad I mean I didn't really think he warranted bringing him off at half time but um and it's, it upset the balance of the team. I mean, we're nil nil against second in the league. You know, let's you know, we're at home. Let's push on and, and try. I don't just don't see what that brought to the team. I mean, so, I mean, if you want a three at the back, put Minion at centre half. I mean, yeah. I know he's played there before, aren't they? Um, and you know, you can still have James Jennings at left wing back and Macaulay South and Hales on the right. Yeah. Or better still, you can have Jamie Stott on the bench. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> still, you still have that, that bit of balance. But yeah, it was just, it was just odd. And like you say, their goal came from there as well. Um, you know, there was no challenge on their right back who, who brought the ball forward about 40, 50 yards and gets back to the winger and there's no challenge on the cross. And then we kind of mess up the uh, the cover in the middle as well. It was all a bit of a bit of a mess, that sort of 30 seconds. It was a bit higgledy-piggledy, wasn't it? That's it. That's the word I was looking for. Yeah, that's the technical yeah. term, I believe, yeah. That's it. Uh, and it, would, it could have been worse as well, couldn't it? If they scored that free header that they had as well. Um, just, yeah, should have scored. And he's, he's their own player kind of half-blocked it on the line. Yeah. Accidentally, <laughs> obviously. But, but yeah, like you say, when Cardwell came on, changed the game. And we we just looked a lot more threatening. We had a bit of an outlet, a bit of a physical presence. Um, neither Reed nor Madden are that type of sort of tall physical player, are they? So, yeah, yeah, yeah. He he played really well, Cardwell. And hopefully, I know he's been carrying a bit of an injury, but hopefully he's going to be starting one or both of the games over Easter. In in terms of having a striker who's going to get in behind and put put away them chances around the six, six yard box, we're looking at Reed and Madden. Uh, to me, it seems both both of those players play better with a, a target man next to him, someone like Cardwell or Bennett. 
Yeah, definitely. Cardwell got the flick on for Madden's goal, didn't he? Yes, as well. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, from the thrower. Yeah, because I, th- I thought he did. I watched a fair bit of Cardwell in Newby when they were at Chorley during the cup run earlier this season, and he's he's been even better than I thought he would be for us. Cardwell, he was one of the players I was most impressed by in that Chorley side, but. I didn't think he'd just come straight into the team and be this good. I thought he'd take a bit of time, particularly with not having played. So it makes you think, well, if we can sign him permanently, with a good pre-season behind him, he'll be a force to be reckoned with next year, Cardwell. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely got to sign him. Yeah, you'd think and so, wouldn't you? Yeah, newbie as well. He's come in. John Rooney's been injured, Annie, and he's just filled the gap. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, we talked about it last week. It's just you wonder how, how Rooney is going to get into this team. It's just going to be a matter of another injury, I think, really, to get him in. That's probably a good thing, though, like that the team looks so good when big players go out like Rooney. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's not been missed to the point where we're sort of crying out for some creativity, you know. Um, so, yeah, four marks to the kind of squad depth and the kind of character of the um, players that have come in, so yeah, yeah, that's, that's been good. Um, but Madden's goal was one of those sort of good finishes that you can file it away under quality goals that the Cheetahland didn't see. Yes, yeah. So, yeah. Collar, Thomas, Rooney, couple from Rooney actually, and obviously Madden's now. So, to be honest, when I am in the Cheetahland, I spend so long queuing for a pint and a piss at half time that m- most goals scored in like the first fifteen minutes of the second half is a goal the Cheetahland didn't see for me. <laughs> Every single goal week, goal that didn't happen. Yeah, <laughs> the first one I can remember was. Do you remember when we signed Ben Burgess and it took him about twenty games to get his first goal? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I was, uh, yeah, I was down getting a hot dog when he scored his first goal. I was like, well, this is typical, isn't it? <laughs> Was that his only goal as well? It might, it might as well have been. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah for, for the for the good he did. Yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, I can't wait to be back in the Cheetahland, miss, missing goals again. And yeah, just like that, that extra ten minutes in the armory. You know, you know when it's five to three, and you think, oh, we'll give it another ten minutes, it'll be all right. We won't miss anything. I'll, I'll have a quick one. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Another quick two. Yeah. Uh, do we have anything else on Hartlepool? As I meant, the game rather than as a town, because we'd be here all night. Um, I just thought it was, it was a point gained in the end. Yeah, we could have been at, we could have been out of it before we got playing. Uh, a bit like Sutton as well. Yeah. And over the last, it kind of brings me neatly onto the next bit. Over the last week, we've gained points from losing positions against the top two. So we got bugger all against them in the re- reverse games. Obviously, under odd circumstances in both of them, really, you know, with the red cards and own goals and all that yeah. nonsense. But again, I think we've progressed quite a bit mentally over the last few months um, yeah. that we are now getting points from losing positions against such strong teams as well. Um, whereas early on in the season, we perhaps didn't. So, yeah, yeah, um, certainly a point gain, certainly, uh, you know, a few positives to be taken out of it as well. Um, despite the, the first hour was just um, frustrating more than anything because we can play a lot better than, than we did and yeah. we give away a stupid goal. But in the end, as I say, point gained. Yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd go along with that, quite happy with that. Cause we, uh, didn't we say on the podcast, I think a couple of weeks ago, that from those three games, like seven, seven points would be a good return and we've got five. Mm. Which isn't, yeah. isn't bad, at all. but particularly if yeah, if you look at the form of the teams we were playing, then it's yeah, it's a very good return. I think it's not bad when you're playing the top two. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well. 
Yeah. 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 I mean, considering we were going into the 95th minute against Sutton and we were losing. <laughs> so, yeah, we've got a point there. You know, we had to make a few adjustments and um, sort of claw our way back into a game that we were second best for for a long while on Saturday and we still got a point out of it. So, yeah, I'll, I'll take that. So long as it, we, again, it's kind of a normal phrase we're coming out with at the moment, as long as we follow it up with a couple of couple of wins over the weekend. So so that that starts on Good Friday at Aldershot. They've got a bit of a bit of a hoodoo against us, haven't they? We don't tend to win at Aldershot, I don't think. Don't think we've ever won there, have we? No. No, I, I think um they made in Simon Russ after match interview they said um I'm sure it was either twenty five times or something we haven't won that. Yeah, it doesn't sound great. Yeah, well, that's when you put it like that. Jesus. But in in this this season of you know if if that's gonna if that's gonna fall that record's gonna fall by the wayside any time it's gonna be this season of all seasons, isn't it? Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah, it's a big it's a big chance to finally finally get one on the board there. I mean, they're sixteenth at the moment actually. When I did my notes last night, it was before they beat Knots beat knots last night didn't they so they might not be now they might have moved up a couple of places but 16th best home record so 20 points from 14 games i mean we're only four points better off than them and our own farm hasn't been great mm. but like you say it's a, it's a great opportunity to be able to, to to finally win there they've beaten wrexham as well recently so they've beaten knots and wrexham recently um, and also, I noticed while I was doing my notes last night because I do, I do do notes. Show um, off. <laughs> out of their last five, there's only been one game that hasn't been one nil either way. So, so a little bit similar to us in that sort of little patchy run that we had, yeah. Um, before we beat Barnet, so could be a low-scoring game. Yeah, I, I, I can see it being one nil either way myself. I d- I'm just looking at our fixtures earlier, and there's not a single one of those games where I look at them and think, "Oh yeah, we'll lose that," which I think is testament to this new this newfound resilience that Rusk has has got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I think I was thinking it's got to be six points from the next two games. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, I think we will. I, th- I think we look good for for six points there. Um, we need it. We need it. The players are by no means certain. I mean, we're kind of looking up yeah. quite a lot. You know, how far are we behind Torquay, Hartlepool, um, Sutton are probably out of sight now. But if you look behind us, there's only, what, 10 points between us and 11th, 10th, 11th place. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's, uh, it's not guaranteed by any means. No, Notts County have got two games in hand on us yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. They've only played 27. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Chesterfield have got one in hand on us as well. It's it's yeah, it's it's going to be tight. It's going to go down to the last day. I think, but we're still, I'm very surprised by just how many games there are left. Still, there's still a long way the season to go. You're not used to that in March normally, but yeah, you're kind of gearing up for the kind of last sort of half a dozen games, aren't you? By this this point, yeah, but... yeah, normally the final push, <laughs> yeah, and then and now we just. We just... Yeah, well, what, are we looking at 14, 14 games left? Dep- well, de- depending. I think it, I think it's about twelve in it. Now. Yeah, yeah, probably will be. Yeah, yeah. no, no Dover, yeah. no Mac, and probably, no, probably no Woking. Yeah, I've, I'm not too sure about Woking because that really should be getting county fans worried if Woking are fucking pulling out. Yeah, because that's the game where we're we're back in. But from what I can gather, 
Um, it's a, it's got a little bit of hot air from their chairman. Their fans seem to think that you know he's a bit all talk and it was a bit of an empty threat. Um, and they're actually just going to carry on. Fair play. To that's what I've, that's what I've read. It might be complete bollocks, and they might actually be preparing to you know furlough everyone and you know board up the ground as we speak. <laughs> but um, but yeah, from what I can gather, it was it's. It's a little bit of an empty threat. So hopefully, um, I mean, I'll give them the money. You know what I mean? Just so I can go back to county, just so they can, we got somebody to play. And we're going to get a bucket collection going for Woking now, yeah. Yeah, that's it. So after Aldershot, it's Bromley at home, back back on the telly on, uh, on, on Monday night, back on BT. Yep. Which is always exciting, isn't it? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. We do have to wait till half five, though. So we're going to kind of sit around and, you know, watch, I don't know, what's on Grandstand these days? I oh, is, is Grandstand still going? I don't know. Football Focus is still on, but I don't know about Grandstand. Is it not? Des Lynham not doing it? Oh. There's some horse racing on. Oh. <laughs> what else do they have on Grandstand? <laughs> uh, I, I, I've, I've, well, you get uh, Transworld trans Sport on and you can have like, uh, you can have, like yeah. yak wanking life from the Himalayas. <laughs> that's that type of stuff. I was, I was worried. I don't even know the to do that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, yeah, Kabaddi and and all that. Yeah. D- does he play for Bromley? Centre <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. forward. <laughs> <laughs> but talking about Bromley, there, we um, the reverse game was that win that felt like a draw, didn't it? Yes, that's all. Like, yeah. We beat him two now, but they battered us, didn't they? Yeah, we, we somehow got the three. Yeah, it's a weird one that was. Yeah, very strange. Yeah, I, won't, I certainly wasn't complaining, obviously, but yeah, it was a bit odd. And they've named Andy Woodman as their manager recently, and he was goalkeeping coach at Arsenal. Yes, it's, it's a weird, weird Yeah, I've just seen that. So, yeah, yeah see how that, that goes. Um, but they're pretty good away from home. Eighth in the away record table. Um, the equivalent of seven wins they've got, twenty-one points they've got from thirteen games, so pretty good away. They've got Michael Cheek as well, who's the league's top scorer. Uh, I think he missed about fourteen setters in that <laughs> game that we won. So, um, but yeah, we can't be afford to, you know can't afford to drop any more points at home, and we're only seven points ahead of them. So God forbid that they should win, um, closes the, the gap a little bit more. Absolutely. Do you fancy us uh, at home then on telly game? Because it's it's not it's, it's weird with cause obviously every every game is a telly game anyway now, so it doesn't it doesn't bring that new that new excitement that you'd normally get from being on the telly. You know you know g- g- like the local mutants in the background gurning at the camera and stuff like that. <laughs> <laughs> I always worry about us being on telly. I think we're gonna sh- you know like show ourselves up or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Did you see the Notts County game yeah. earlier on in the season? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that's what we're capable of on the telly. Yeah, I mean, we seem to be shit on the telly a lot of the time, don't we? Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully we're not. Hopefully that changes on Monday. Yeah, because we beat Yeovil on the telly, didn't we? And that wasn't great. No, it wasn't the best game that at all, was it? No. You know, um, Bank Holiday, it's not going to be sunny, so... <laughs> It's meant to be bleeding snowing. Yeah, I heard that as well. <laughs> we'll end up getting both these games games postponed now. Which is all right. We can just uh, re- release this podcast again next week. 
Yeah. <laughs> I've always wanted to do that. See if any, I don't think anyone would notice, really. See if anyone notices. <laughs> <laughs> oh. what, what else have we got going on, Dave? What, what's, what, what have you got for us? Well, I've been um, reprising Russ's role of Statman from, from last week. Ah, yes. Um, is, because... is it XG stuff or...? Oh, it's not. It's not that sophisticated at all. What I did is I had my tea tonight, and then um, I just looked at a couple of websites, BBC, and um, compared our games with our promotion rivals. So yeah, this was. I mean, the the seed was planted. I don't know if anybody's seen it. The podcast Twitter account shared it yesterday, and I think I commented on it. So Notts County um, Twitter account had done um, data driven prediction for the rest of the season for the top half of the National League. Um, so it involved XG and stuff like that. Um, took into account the sort of difficulty of games mm. and signings and things. And really, really good. Really interesting. So that my my take on it is nowhere near as good as that. So, um, But as I said before, 10 points between 3rd and 11th. Um, and we get a Saturday in May off. May the eighth, because we should have played Dover, right? Yeah. Um, so that's a pretty big weekend actually, because not sort of way at Barnet, so they'll probably win that. Halifax, Boreham Wood, probably expect Halifax to win that. Hartlepool, Maidenhead, Torquay, Bromley, Woking, Chesterfield, and Wrexham Yeovil. That that uh, that Saturday when we've got our feet up. Um, but just going in kind of um, ascending order, really. So Hartlepool, um, as we know, nine points ahead of us, and we've got three games in hand. Now, those three games, it's a little bit difficult to work out. What I've gone off is basically when we're playing and they're not. Because um, normally, if you get a couple of games called off in the winter, you can, you know that what, what's the game in hand and what isn't. But because of COVID, it's just all over the place. Mm. So they've got, sorry, we've got Kingsland twice in Yeovil. The games in hand, probably looking at least seven points there, aren't you? Um, the fact that we've got to play Kingsland twice in our running is pretty good. And a little bit of a statistics, oh, fucking hell, put my teeth in. Statistical tidbit is their fin- season finishes on the 22nd of May. Wow. Why? Go on, I'll open it up to the room. Um, because Elton John's playing a concert on the pitch the next day. Fucking how did you get that? <laughs> Anybody has a hazard a guess? They play uh Mac or Dover. Ah, well, ah Dover. very good. So that they'll have done uh twenty second of May and they play Sutton away. That's their last game. So it could be something of a title decider, possibly. Who knows? Yeah, I I think it's Sutton's to lose now. I'd be I know that they are due a, a, a decent sized slip up, but I, I don't know if they've got it in them now. I, I think they'll they'll manage it all the way to the end now. Yeah, yeah, I agree. What I want to see, I, want, I really want to see us in second or third now, though. Get get those, get the home game in the playoffs because if, if fans are allowed in for that, then that's going to make all the difference. Oh, that'd be brilliant. But, but looking at them teams in the playoffs, I won't I won't fancy any of those teams away really. Yeah, I don't. I mean, a lot of people have said that you know people. People, fans of other teams want want to play us in the playoffs, and that's probably yeah. true to a certain extent. But I want fancy going going away to 
Halifax or Wrexham in the playoffs. And Wembley won't be used for the final as well. Wembley's not being used because of the Euros. Ah, oh, no. so where's it at? Well, they don't know. They've not announced it yet. Because obviously the National League are just too busy being dickheads to, to try and <laughs> d- decide when to have a match that's in about three months' time, you know. Um, I suppose it depends who's in it. Because if Torquay are in the final, I mean, Torquay... There's no point. Torquay against us. Yeah, go on to Villa, Villa Park, maybe. It'd be, it'd be a good shout. But I'd like... Because that's, that's how yeah. they used to do it back, back when we were in the league. That's how they used to do the conference playoff final. It was always at Villa Park or Stoke or somewhere like that. Be Stoke, yeah. wasn't it? I remember it being there, yeah. Stoke wouldn't be bad, actually, would it? No, which is the first time that's ever been said on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> or by, by anyone. <laughs> um, so, just a little talkie. Um, they're only three points ahead of us, and they've only got 16 points since the start of the year. Which is just ludicrous, I, isn't it, considering the start? Yeah. We all said for so long, oh, they're, they're going to slip up, they're going to slip up, but we didn't expect it to be in such spectacular fashion. Uh, yeah, it has been quite amusing. Yeah, it, I've got nothing against Torquay, but it, uh, you know, it, when it happens to somebody else, it's always it, fun. If only we'd not had that dip, and we, 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 yeah. we would have been the ones to capitalise on that, and then it, we'd, be, we'd be having a very different conversation now. Yeah, I think if five of their last six games, so their little slump might not be ending just yet. Five of their last six games are against the top ten. Oh, that's horrible. <laughs> Including us. So, yeah, I think that they may be um, slipping down a little bit more. So, good news for us anyway. It is a good time to be us as well, because we've got the likes of Kitchen coming back soon as well, who's, who's not... F- I hope so. Yeah, because Simon Rusk hasn't managed... Has, has Kitchen played for Rusk yet? I'm not sure he has. Woken first Woken game. Woken first game. And look, yeah, destroyed him, and then that was the last we saw of him. Brilliant. <laughs> ah, same as it ever was. Um, so we're in fourth, as we know. Um, I'll come back to us in a minute. Uh, fifth, Wrexham. Um, they've got a big Easter coming up, something you might have noticed on Twitter that I put out, that they've uh, playing. Um, Notts on Friday and Torquay on Monday. In fact, they've still got Notts County to play twice. And then they've got us after Torquay as well, haven't they? Yeah, yeah. And, yes. and, and just looking, they've got Halifax away after that. So it's a it's a massive f- next four games for Wrexham. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, I think it kind of evens out a little bit. Is their last three games of Bournemouth away, Kingsland at home, and Dagenham away? Yeah. So it kind of evens itself out a little bit. Oh, Wrexham have got Notts County at home as well in the last last three. Yeah, Notts, Notts, Bournemouth away, Notts County at home, Kingsland at home and Dagenham away. Ah, right, yeah. So, yeah. Wrexham, Notts County could end up being a very big one as well. Yeah, he certainly could be, yeah. So, Notts, yeah, another team that's changed the manager recently. Yes, yeah. They have got the games in, games in hand, as we know. Two points behind County. Um, two games in hand. Um, but they got beat by on Church and all the shot last two games. So yeah, tells you something about how, the, how their season's gone. Yeah, that, that managerial change is is really reaping rewards, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably a good job that they've got games in hand, you know, because um, you know, as we've said there, the, the season's kind of falling apart a little bit at the moment. Um, Bromley and Wrexham, I believe, are their games in hand. Yes, yeah. Um, I think. <clears throat> you know, they've got those games in hand, so there's a chance that they can overtake us. But um, considering the game being owned by Aldershot, um, yeah, then they're probably going to need to take maximum points in those games. Yeah, you'd say so, wouldn't you? Yeah, definitely. 
It's it's weird looking at that top seven of the league. Sutton are the ones who spoil it because it's all it's all ex football league clubs there. Yeah, I know it's, it's all big yeah, teams. They to, if they deducted Sutton twenty points and gave them to Halifax, then that'd be a nice top seven. That that'd be a, a proper uh, ex football league club. But, but Sutton are ruining mm. it. So it's not not good for me OCD that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I've only gone down to Halifax, so we've got Chesterfield and Halifax. So Chesterfield, they're three points behind us uh, with the game in hand. I haven't mentioned that before. County's goal difference is slightly better um, by four goals. Um, they've only drawn three all season. There's your little Ooh. tidbit on Chesterfield. So they either win or lose. Um, but in all seriousness, there, James Rowe come from Gloucester, didn't they? And um, done us. Done a superb job there, haven't they? Considering how pathetic they were when we played them in that replay cup game. Yeah, that was when their fans were talking about going to National League North at that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, they did have a they had a big turnaround. Yeah, some they? good signings. Right, well. I know he's brought a lot of players from Gloucester and from a lower level who've just all fit straight into the team. Because Tom Denton was, I think Tom Denton was top scorer for them for a long time, and he's he's had a few injury problems and the. the Doing even better without him for for the first time in a few years. Normally they rely on him so heavily that when he's not playing, they do absolutely nothing. But yeah, they're actually looking like a proper team again now. Yeah, they said they done done really well and um, on the edge of the playoffs at the moment, and they're running. They've got Hartlepool and Torquay on successive weekends beginning of May. So um, yeah, they could probably do with trying to get some out of that. But having said that. They've got Woking away, Kingsland at home and Wheelstone at home. Last three games. All right, so you're looking at most likely nine points there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Halifax. Uh, eighth, they're four points behind us. Um, and they were two up against Sutton, I noticed, the other, um, on, on Saturday, weren't they? But they didn't... Um, didn't win in the mm. end. Uh, they drew. Well, Sutton, they? Sutton had one um, disallowed in the last minute as well, I think. Yes, yeah, they did. yeah, yeah, they did, didn't they? Um, but they've been doing quite well, actually. Been sort of quietly good. I mean, between the end of February and sort of beginning of March, they played Torquay, Hartlepool and Knotts, and they got seven points out of that. Mm. Um, so, I mean, it's not not terribly difficult to beat either Knotts or Torquay at the moment, but, yeah, they've, they've still gone out there and done it. Um, and we play them on the 1st of May. So, so it's shaping up to be. It's going to be very interesting running then. Yeah, yeah. One last thing on Halifax uh, and Chesterfield. Actually, they play each other um, last game of the season. So if either of them need something like that, that could be a big game. I think I picked the, the right time to sign up to BT Sports then, because there might actually be a few other games worth watching that affect us for once. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did say I come back to County. So um, three of our last five. Including three in a row, actually, are at home. Wheelstone, Torquay, and Woking. Mm. Um, and after Wrexham, so after next weekend, we've got Kingsland twice made in at our own Boreham Wood away. So, nice little run there after some, well, after Wrexham, anyway. So, that's there you some, go. That, go that's on. brilliant. We, we should have a little st- stats corner every spot. week, I think. Yeah. I, I, I would do, I'd do this every week, but Russ doesn't like stats or anything like that. He hates it all. He yeah. does, don't I? Yeah. Any time you try and bring it up, he calls you a virgin. <laughs> he calls me a virgin and a nerd and steals my dinner money. So I don't know if I can trust him to, uh, yeah, to let me do it. 
That's been brilliant. Uh, oh, one thing we didn't cover, actually, um, was that we signed another goalkeeper. Ah, yeah. yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what, yeah what are your thoughts on that, Alex? Because obviously we've got, we've got two keepers. Barnes has only played once. But do, do you think it's a decent signing? I don't see why we needed him, to be honest. I don't... Obviously, if Hinchcliffe got... God forbid Hinchcliffe got injured... Would Josh Barnes be good enough to step up? Hopefully he would, but we haven't seen enough of him to once, know. So yeah, it's just I don't know. Are we just bringing him in to help the keepers out, put a bit of pressure on Hinchcliffe and that to think, oh, I've got a fight for my place still, or is it gonna be he's just there to help with training and stuff like that? You don't know, do yeah, you? He seems to be quite highly rated. I think there's a few few other clubs after him, but we, I mean, we've got him to the end of the season, so maybe it's a case of. See how he shapes up. If he can, if he can push Ben for the number one spot, then maybe we'll set we'll sign him for next season. I don't know. What do you reckon, Dave? Yeah, it's a bit of an odd one, isn't it? Um, you'd like to think that Josh Barnes was good enough in the event that Hinchliffe was uh, injured or whatever. Um, maybe he's not. Um, maybe he was a bit more of a, a Jim Gannon signing, and Russ doesn't you know doesn't like doesn't like the look of him. Um, as a, as a, as a stand-in. So, yeah, it's a bit odd. Like um, Alex was saying there, maybe it's just a kind of a training, provide a little bit of competition. Because um, the roles are very set, aren't they? It's like Hinchliffe's one, Barnes is the you know reserve keeper. Now there's a bit more competition. Yeah. So, um, you know, might, might step up a little bit. Maybe he's teaching Ben how to kick a ball properly. <laughs> are, you, are you saying there's a problem with Ben Hinchliffe's distribution, Dave? <laughs> that, was a big, that was a big word, mate. I'm, I'm just going to, I'm just going to uh, bookmark what point of the recording this is at, so we can we can use that for the little trailer. <laughs> he um, he did struggle to keep it on the green bit on Saturday. Yeah, yeah, yeah just a bit. And um, which John, which John Kieran said on commentary was uncharacteristic, and I had a good laugh. Yeah, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't say it's every game, but it it's more it's, it's often enough to be noticeable and. It happens a lot. Yeah, the, and especially with the way the game was going on Saturday, that we were being pressed quite quite a lot by Hartlepool, and we were giving the ball away. You would think that kind of playing it out short, being a bit cagey with the distribution, would have been better way to go rather than just lumping it forward and giving them the ball back or it going out for a throw in at half. I, I think that's the side of the game that Ben's improved in recent weeks. Not necessarily his long distribution, but it, to keeping it short and playing it to his defence. I mean, he seems to be full of surprises, Inchliffe. I know the, the opinion for a while was that we won't, if we weren't full-time, we'd lose him. And then he did, I remember he did a Q&A mm. and he said, oh no, oh no I'll, I'll go full-time quite happily. And now again, he just I think a lot of people thought he'd be, one of the, he'd be on his way out. And he, he wouldn't get a chance under the new manager. But he's, I, I think he's... He's done well in recent weeks, I think. Yeah, yeah. I'm probably being a little bit harsh, but sadly it was it was very frustrating. Yeah. Um I think he's kind of thinking about things a little bit more rather than just kind of oofing it long. He's kind of looking looking out for the win backs. Or maybe, you know, the shot went out to a centre half. So yeah, yeah. It was just I could say the way the game was going on Saturday, we could have done it uh, distributing being distribution being a little bit better. Yeah, I go along with that, yeah. Right, have we got anything else to cover before we wrap up? No, no. Looking forward to Easter Easter weekend. You know, a couple of games in quick succession, which is always good for the fans. Um, shame we're not there, obviously, but, um, <clears throat> you know, fingers crossed that Woking decide to stick around and 
the government opens up football grounds yeah. in life. Yeah, it's, it's good having the, the, the two games Cold on the Easter weekend because it's, like, it's like a poor man's Christmas, isn't it? The poor man's Christmas, <laughs> but it's sunny yeah. mostly. Oh, nice or even and dry. It, yeah, not freezing your tits off in Swansea. <laughs> and as far like as that. I'm aware, that's that's the only connection between Easter and Christmas. So yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't think of any no, that, others. I've got no chance of hosting songs of praise now, have I? That's me fucked. Oh, highway. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's a reference. Oh my word, brilliant. <laughs> that's that's a that's a brilliant place to leave it. Uh, thank you, Dave Long, for joining me. No problem, mate. Always a pleasure. And thank you, Alex Skinner. Have you enjoyed yourself, mate? Yeah, it's been good. It's been good stuff. Been good. Excellent. Well, thank you for listening, and thank you for thank you for joining us, Alex. Thank you, Dave. Uh, we will be back next week with our weekly show, and with James Spencer. Until then, bye. You've been listening to the Scarf Bagara War, edited and produced by the Scarf Bagara War team. The title track was created by Daniel Johnson with commentary from Richard Harnwell. The podcast currently is being recorded socially distanced remotely, so please don't write in. If you enjoy the podcast, please like, subscribe and comment on whatever podcast platform you listen to us on. Thank you. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.